Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 25. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with John Somavilla, a commentary on the interview, listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with John Somavilla with Cole's Quality Foods. I'm here with John Somavilla, the president of Cole's Quality Foods. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Thank you, Jason. Why don't we start out talking a little bit about your background? Okay, well, um, my uh, my career in the food business uh, began with Spartan Stores. Uh, I started with them in 1985 uh, in the operations at, at Spartan. I uh, worked in the distribution center and then uh, went up through uh, um, the chain of command, through the merchandising and um, development area of the company. I came to Kohl's uh, two years ago. It'll be two years uh, anniversary in June. Uh, and uh, loved every minute of it. Let's talk a little bit about the history of Coles. You have a long tradition here in Muskegon since the 1940s, and maybe you can just tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, the company was founded by Carol Cole, um, and it, at that time it was more of a fresh bakery operation, and they delivered uh, products to stores. Um, a lot of it was cakes, uh, ice cakes. Uh, they did a lot of specialty type of cakes. Uh, and uh, West Devon came to the organization in the uh, early 70s. Uh, he bought the company. He was originally from Detroit, had a food background. Uh, his parents had been in retailing. Um, and Wes uh, really looked at the business, uh, was really very dynamic, uh, looking at the supermarket industry um, and looking at the challenges of a fresh bakery operation, delivering on trucks, and, and converted the organization over into a frozen food manufacturer, which... Uh, Back then, he is really the father of garlic bread uh, in, the, in the supermarkets today. Why Muskegon? Well, I think that was an opportunity for Wes to come in. He, they, uh, they needed somebody with his flair and his uh, sense of marketing and whatnot back then. Carol did. And um, um, that's where the plant was. And Wes just took it. And sometimes the opportunity arises regardless of the location uh, of a plant uh, and a facility. And uh, it just worked out very well for him. You know, I, I drive by your uh, facility every day on the way to work, and it's one of the things that kind of gets me uh, pumped up in the morning, smelling the fresh uh, bread baking. Uh, why don't, just for people who don't know, where are you located here in Muskegon? Well, we're located at 1188 uh, Lakeshore Drive, right on Muskegon Lake. Um, beautiful, one of the most beautiful sites in Muskegon, I would say. In fact, my office looks out over the lake. It's a great site. Uh, and so we're right there, right in downtown Muskegon. Now, what is manufactured here in Muskegon at Coles? Okay, we all, our entire line is, is made in uh, Muskegon. Um, we have an administrative office in Grand Rapids, but all of the production is made in, Grand, in uh, Muskegon. We make um, garlic bread, um, toast, breadsticks, uh, and also what we, a new item that we came out with uh, in the past year is a cheese stick. It's a, uh, a breadstick filled with 100% uh, fresh mozzarella cheese. Yeah, that is something that I did want to touch on is the uh, cheese sticks, and you've been getting a lot of good uh, press about them. And I always notice when I go, my wife shared a story with me when she was in the, at the grocery store last night that there are these 
nice little old ladies, uh, you know, around the the freezer aisle, and they were you know trying to pick up, and they were just so happy that the cheese sticks were in stock because they they must just be flying off the shelves for you. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had some opportunities, uh, uh, Jason, and some challenges in in keeping up production of that item. I uh, just got some real good news uh, yesterday. A major uh, retailer in the country just added us to another nine of their warehouse locations, uh, and uh, the demand is incredible. But uh, we've done some things. Uh, we launched this. We launched this item in, in November of of '05, uh, and tried to really phase it in. Uh, but the uh, the demand has been much greater than what we could make, and so uh, we've done some things operationally. We've added additional equipment. Uh, um, a lot of different uh, opportunities to uh, to expand production, and we're trying to keep up with it right now. Well, it's a great uh, challenge to have, and it's a it's an excellent product. I speak from personal experience. I love them. Um, talk about manufacturing in Muskegon in general. There's so much that goes on in the mainstream media, and you know, rightfully so, reported about some of the challenges in manufacturing. Yet, uh, Coles Quality Foods has stayed here in Muskegon, and you continue to manufacture in town here. Sure. Um, obviously, uh, West Michigan is uh, having some challenges uh, with the automotive industry um, in Muskegon, in particular, and some of, some other uh, uh, areas. Uh, West Michigan has been very good to us. Um, we're even a, uh, a union shop. Uh, it's local Teamsters. Um, we work well with that, though. We just got through our contract negotiations and had a ratification vote, which we we're very, you know, pleased with. Um, the workforce here, though, uh, you know, I, I've been in uh, other businesses, and uh, I'll tell you, I am just really amazed by the quality of the folks we have. Uh, you know the dedication, um, the commitment to the organization, and, and delivering a quality product. Our folks, when I first came here, the biggest challenge was sales. Uh, that's all they talked to me about. And you know, we spent a lot of time, a lot of focus, uh, brought in some uh, different talent, in uh, and really energized our sales arena. And we've really driven that forward. But our folks were a real stimulus behind that. Um, we've quality workforce. I couldn't say anything um, better about them. And you just received uh, honor uh, for the company. Maybe you want to share that with us. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, 101 best uh, companies and best and brightest companies in West Michigan. We were one of those participants, uh, and so that was quite an honor. Uh, we had a little lunch in there in Grand Rapids yesterday and uh, took a couple of folks from our floor and some office people in Grand Rapids and had a little celebration. So it was very nice. It's, you know, it's, uh, and those types of things are, are uh, great for the organization but great for the morale of our folks. And it's it's based on some criteria: um, your your wages and compensation, um, work life balance, um, you know, just overall uh, impact on the employees. Well, you talked about the uh, employees in the West Michigan community here being important to your success and a reason why you've stayed here. Uh, tell us a little bit about your involvement with the community and how Coles Quality Foods gives back to the uh, Muskegon area. Well, we're involved. Uh, it, it's a little difficult because our administrative office in Grand Rapids, we do a lot in in both Grand Rapids and Muskegon. Uh, United Way, um, the walk that just occurred over the weekend, uh, we have you know stations and resting stations and things like that. Um, we do get involved quite a bit. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I'll be in Muskegon. They're going to do a job fair. Uh, I'm going to meet with some uh, high school students, uh, talk about what it takes to be successful in business and, and the preparation and, and uh, along those lines. So try to get involved as much as we can. I think that was one of my goals coming into this is to um, 
really elevate our presence in the community and become more of a partner. We talked a little bit earlier about the new products, the cheese sticks, and you know, back in the day, you were one of the pioneers of garlic bread, which is one of those things we kind of take for granted. But uh, you know, someone had to kind of invent that, so to speak, way back. Uh, how do you come about the the new products like the the cheese sticks and the Texas toast and the things like that um, that you bring to market? Okay. Well, um, a lot of that is. Uh, um, just knowing the food industry, uh, we've got uh, several folks within our staff, uh, food professionals, and we're foodie folks. We, you know, you got to like food to to be in this business. A lot of his observations, what you see, you know, if you watch trends, we look at the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, look at the food service segment, um, what's hot in restaurants, what people seem to like, where the trends are going. And uh, that's really basically how this item was was developed. Uh, we looked at, uh, spun it off of uh, an item we had seen in food service that wasn't quite to the level of ours, and we made some enhancements, and that's how we developed cheese sticks. Talk about some of the trends in the food service industry. Um, well, what we're seeing is a lot towards uh, the convenience factor. Um, uh, all you know, things that uh, folks don't take a lot of preparation. Um, in the in basically in, in food service though there's a lot of a focus on snacking and that's really where the cheese sticks evolved from uh, the beyond the three meal occasions uh, families are now experiencing six and seven and eight meal occasions and that's why snacking is such such a rage right now let's talk a little bit about marketing something near and dear to my heart and I noticed over the last couple of years uh, evolution of the uh, Coles Quality Food website, Coles.com, and using the Internet in marketing, how integral is that in your marketing strategy? It's not to the level that uh, we'd like to take it, Jason, to be honest with you. We just uh, have recently enhanced our website, uh, getting it to be more interactive. Um, we have goals of, of including... Um, uh, interaction with the consumers. And I think one of the toughest challenges is, is getting folks to go out and look at your website. We try to do that through our package. I challenge our creative director weekly. How do we get folks to go out there? How do we get them to look at Kohl's.com? Uh, it can't be just on the package. Um, and so uh, um, we get a lot of interaction from our from consumers in regards to comments on our product and and things like that. But from a marketing vehicle, I don't think we've taken it to that level. Well, one thing that I really liked on it was the uh, meal ideas, and you can go on there and it shows how you can integrate your products into people's meals, which I think is a great marketing strategy. And some of the other, um, you know, like major manufacturers like Kraft Foods, they do a great job with that too, is when you go to their website, just like yours, you can get some ideas. Here's a whole meal, but by the way, here's how you use Cole's products. And I think that's a great step in the right direction yeah. and something that I was, you know, very pleased to see is both a consumer and also, you know, someone who is in marketing as my profession. But um, what would you say is the, the primary way that your products are marketed? Is it just word-of-mouth placement in stores, or do you do a lot of other you know, advertising? Well, fortunately, we're in an industry that our customers advertise a lot, um, and that's been very uh, beneficial for us. We do a lot through our customers who, who then <clears throat> obviously uh, advertise direct to the consumer. So most of it is through that venue. We do a lot through the trade organizations. We're involved in trade organizations and trade media. Um, but most of it is through our customers and their ads. We do a lot in demos, 
Um, but one of the primary things is is our presence on the shelf to be at the right spot. I mean, we are very strategic about where we're located on the shelf at the eye level, uh, trying to make sure because you only have a, a brief second for consumers. You know, everybody's hurried up and they're going through the store, and the last thing they're going to do is sit there and study that garlic bread section like we. You know, we would like that to be, but it isn't really. That's not reality. Uh, so you got to be prominent. Uh, I think the one of the biggest things, and Scott Devon, our our owner, is um, just um, very focused on the packaging. If you look at our packaging, Jason, I, I I've been in this business for a long time. Uh, I just can't find another manufacturer that does, for the size of our company, the type of job that we do with our packaging is absolutely beautiful. And it's continually changing. We'll continually, it's continuous improvement. Um, sometimes, too, Mike, um, you know, I, I look at the cost. You know, there's, there's a cost in that as you continue to change in, in your packaging. Um, but that is definitely a focal point for us. Well, and I think that's a great lesson for companies here in Muskegon and everywhere, really, is the importance of marketing and how vital of a role that plays that product package because that does do something to establish your brand and your recognition, and people start to see those red packages over and over with the products on them. It's identifiable with you, and one thing that you said that really I really picked up on that I liked is you said for uh, you know a company your size, and I think that's the great thing that you know good marketing can do is it can you know make you look you can look just as big as anyone else out there in the food service industry so you know uh very nice job on your all your marketing that you do and i i really like you know if we were doing the video version of this podcast people could see but you have a great bag here of all your different products and it definitely stands out and i always notice it when i'm when i'm in the uh grocery market all right uh let's talk a little bit about the future of Coles. what do you see on the horizon well, we're going to continue to grow this thing, uh, Jason. Very focused on growing our organization. Um, I think the uh, the biggest opportunities for us is um, expanding into other classes of trade. Um, there's several classes of trade that we had not been participants in in the past. Uh, extreme value channel, which would be um, like your dollar store segment. Um, Fortunately, we just got our first order from uh, Dollar General uh, just recently. So we're going to be in probably about four or 500 of their stores. There's a lot of those. Um, so there's some growth for us there. Uh, another one is the um, club segment of the industry. Uh, you know, somewhere around 22 to 24 percent of uh, food consumption is coming out of clubs right now. Uh, we're not in that segment. Um, we are very close to having our first order with a major player in the club segment. We took the uh, our cheese stick item and it developed a, a club uh, product for that. Um, food service is another opportunity for us. Uh, we uh, have recently started to solicit that type of business for restaurants, hospitals through food service distributors. So there's a lot of growth and, it, and it, it's all about sales. Um, so we see ourselves uh, growing quite rapidly with a lot of focus on that. And you know the challenges are just to Keep the, you know match the production with the growth. Uh, it's very difficult today just to build facilities or expand facilities without having the business. It's such a timing effort, and that's you know that's what business is all about. You know, is uh, matching your growth with your your sales growth with your facility growth, and uh, and that's really where we have some challenges to to be able to uh, um, match that up so that we don't have excess capacity. Uh, and, and not be in a situation like we are today where I don't have enough capacity to keep up with some of the orders we have. 
Well, capacity is a good challenge to have, though, and very refreshing to hear for a Muskegon-based business. All right, on to our final question. You have one minute alone with a person who has never tried any of your Kohl's quality food products. Make your pitch to get them to try your product. Well, I, I would definitely take... Uh Show them the product first off. Uh, you know, it's 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 uh, wonderful uh, tasting. I mean, our our brand promise is tasteful since 1943, and it's extremely accurate. Uh, we have the best tasting product in the marketplace. I mean, we'll compare against anybody, um, the the big players. We compete against Pepperidge Farm, which is a division of Campbell's, and I'd put our product against theirs any day. Uh, and it's made right here in Muskegon, so that makes it even better. Well, thank you very much, John. I appreciate your time today. Thanks, Jason. Enjoyed it. This is Bob Skolnick, and you're listening to the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Kohl's Quality Foods is yet another example of a Muskegon company bucking the national trend in manufacturing. While manufacturing is on the decline across the United States, Muskegon continues to prosper in this area of the economy. A couple of interesting facts I found out about Kohl's manufacturing facility here in Muskegon is that they use roughly 5,500 pounds of dough every hour and produce 123,000 loaves of garlic bread per day, which is over 32 million loaves per year. Inc. Magazine recently named Muskegon as the top boom town in Michigan. Those listed were awarded points based on these four measures for growth. Recent growth trend, midterm growth, long-term, and current year trend. And there were 393 regions in the United States evaluated, placing Muskegon as the best overall city for doing business in Muskegon. Now granted, while Muskegon is number one in Michigan, we're still only number 253 in the United States. However, Muskegon outranked Ann Arbor at 263, Detroit at 351, Grand Rapids at 368, and Holland and Grand Haven at 387. Once again, this manufacturing prosperity is taking place right here in Muskegon thanks to the commitment of companies like Kohl's Quality Foods to remain a part of our community. Now, for more information on Kohl's, visit Kohl's.com. That is C-O-L-E-S dot com. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback and got some great comments from listeners to the podcast on the Lake Express interview with Kay Collins. First comment was posted to InsideMuskegon.com, and they say, I haven't yet experienced the Lake Express, but plan on attending a Detroit Tigers game against the Brewers next month. I'm so excited. No worries about driving and getting caught in traffic. Thanks for making it easy, Lake Express. Another comment posted to the website was, I haven't tried the ferry yet, though the part of the interview where she mentioned the stars intrigued me. Maybe my wife and I could take a romantic trip to Milwaukee. That sounds like it would be really cool. And our last comment was from Jill, and I am assuming that it was from Jill in Cedar Hill, Texas, who made some comments on an earlier podcast and got herself some passes to the Muskegon Winter Sports Complex. She says, my husband and I took the ferry from Milwaukee to Muskegon back last fall. The motion bothered me a little, but it was nice to have the option of sitting outside. Leaving and coming into the dock are wonderful experience. You get to see the harbors, the skyline of Milwaukee, etc. It was awesome. Well, thank you very much, Jill and everyone else, for those comments. I appreciate you taking the time to leave feedback on the website. 
Now, for the latest feedback on the podcast, visit InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your comments, view the comments of others, and even comment on other comments. Feedback can also be left via voicemail at 231-354-2332. When dialing, be sure to include 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 25 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.